0: Hello and welcome to The Creep Show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're barreling towards 2,000 downloads and we just got added to Amazon Music. Thanks, Jeff Bezos and Audible. So thank you for listening and sharing. We want to keep our family growing, so please join us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Creep Show Podcast. And then on Facebook at The Creep Show Podcast One. And on Twitter at The Creep Show uh, One. As well as our website, the creepshowpodcast.com. All right. So, do you know what we're talking about today? You actually have a copy I of what do. we're talking about. I'm curious. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Los Angeles, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are talking about the Battle of Los Angeles. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay, well, it maybe. may maybe, or may not have to do with aliens. We don't know. Aliens. It could be the aliens. It could be the government. It could be both. The aliens might be the government, for all we know. You we don't know. know. Said, you got aliens At this aliens. point, nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know how people were surprised when they said, well, actually, we got aliens. Mm-hmm. No, people still... Uh, Break it in the stores. And yeah, yeah. I that think system. that's why <laughs> they did it. When they did it, it was because everybody so. was just distracted by distracted. COVID and and the uh, you know Black Lives Matter movement and everything. So maybe if they say it takes Maybe it'll have some kind. Of... Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. All right. So we're gonna start with um, an excerpt from a Los Angeles Times article. So it says, following the December seventh, nineteen forty one attack on Pearl Harbor. War jitters swept the Southland. By February 1942, air raid sirens, searchlights, and anti-aircraft guns filled Los Angeles. Blackouts and drills were common. Then on February 23, 1942, a Japanese submarine surfaced and shelled oil installations at Elwood, north of Santa Barbara. In, February, or in a February 24, 1992, Los Angeles Times article, Jack Smith reported on what happened next. Oh, okay. It was on the night of February 25, 1942, that Los Angeles experienced the Great Los Angeles Air Raid. It was a night when everyone's fears apparently were realized. Japan had brought the war to mainland America, and Los Angeles was the target. The Great Air Raid began at 2.25 2 a.m. on that clear, moonlit night when the U.S. Army announced the approach of hostile aircraft. And the city's air raid warning system went into action for the first time in the war. Suddenly, the night was torn by sirens. Searchlights swept the sky. Oh, sorry. swept the sky. Gun crews at army posts along the coastline began pumping ack ack into the moonlight. In the entire episode, 1,433 rounds would be fired. Thousands of volunteer air raid wardens tumbled from their beds and grabbed their boots and helmets, those who had helmets, that is, and rushed into the night. Tens of thousands of citizens, awakened by the screech of sirens and the popping of shells, jumped out of bed, heedless of blackout regulation. They began snapping on lights. It was pandemonium. Although no bombs were dropped, the city did not escape its baptism of fire without casualties, including five fatalities. Three residents were killed in automobile accidents as cars dashed wildly about in the blackout. Two others died of heart attacks. Oh my God. And then this is from our trusty friend Wikipedia. <laughs> so like what like all of, like all sound like all sirens just like started going off. Mhm. And they thought people were bombing them. No, they, they thought there was like, like you know, air raid, like an air raid coming in. But, but, but just. <laughs> So the incident was front page news across the West Coast and the nation. Within hours of the end of the air raid, Secretary of the Navy Frank Knox held a press conference saying the entire incident had been a false alarm due to anxiety and war nerves. Knox's comments were followed by statements from the Army the next day that reflected General George C. Marshall's uh, supposition that the incident might have been caused by en- enemy agents using commercial airplanes in a uh, psychological warfare campaign to generate mass panic. Some contemporary press outlets suspected a cover-up of the truth. An editorial in the Long Beach Independent wrote, there is a mysterious retent, re- yeah, wow. about the whole affair, and it appears that some form of censorship is trying to halt discussion on the matter. You know what I'm saying. Speculation was rampant as to invading airplanes and their bases. Theories included a secret base in northern Mexico, as as uh, as well as Japanese submarines stationed offshore with the capability of carrying planes. Others speculated that the incident was either... Uh, staged or exaggerated to give coastal defense industries an excuse to move further inland. Representative Leland M. Ford of Santa Monica called for a congressional investigation saying none of the explanations so far offered um, removed the episode from the category of complete mystification. This was either a practice raid or a raid to throw a scare into 2 million people or a mistaken identity raid or a raid to lay a political foundation to take away Southern California's war industries. After the war ended in 1945, the Japanese government declared that they had flown no airplanes over Los Angeles during the war. In 1983, the U.S. Office of Air Force History concluded that an analysis of the evidence points to meteorolo- meteorolo- meteor- oh, cool. wow. meteorological, meteorological balloons, balloons as the cause of the inter- um, initial alarm. During the course of a fireside report to the nation delivered by President Roosevelt on February 23, 1942, a Japanese submarine rose out of the sea off Elwood, a hamlet on the California coast of Santa Barbara, and plumped 13 shells into Tidewater refinery installations. The shot seemed designed to punctuate the president's um, statement that the broad oceans which have heralded in the past as our protection from attack have become endless. Um, endless battlefields on which we are constantly being challenged by our enemies. Yet the attack which was supposed to carry the enemy's defiance and which did succeed in stealing headlines from the President's address was feeble gesture rather than a damaging blow. The Raiders surfaced at 1905 um, Pacific time, just after five minutes um, just five minutes after the President started his speech. For about 20 minutes, the submarine kept a position 2,500 yards offshore to deliver the shots from its 5.5-inch guns. The shells did minor damage to piers and oil wells, but missed the gasoline plant, which appears to have been the aiming point. The military effects of of the raid were therefore nil. The first news of the attack led to the dispatch of pursuit planes to the area. Subsequently, three bombers joined the attempt to destroy their raider, but without success. The reluctance of AAF commanders to, design, or to assign larger forces to the task resulted from their belief that such a raid of this, as this would be employed by the enemy to divert attention from a major air task force which would hurl its planes against a really significant target. Loyal Japanese Americans who had predicted that a demonstration would be made in connection with the president's speech also prohibit, um, prophesied that Los Angeles would be attacked the next night. The Army, too, was convinced that some new action impended and took all possible precautions. Newspapers were permitted to announce that a, a strict state of readiness against renewed attacks had been imposed, and there um, followed the confused action as the Battle of Los Angeles. During the night of the 24th and 25th February, 1942, unidentified objects caused a succession of alerts in Southern California. On the 24th, a warning issued by Naval Intelligence indicated that an attack could be expected within the next 10 hours. That evening, many flares and blinking lights were reported from the vicinity of defense plants. An alert called at 1918, which is 7.18 p.m. Pacific time, was lifted at uh, 22.23, which is uh, 11, no, 10.23. And the tension temporarily relaxed. But early in the morning of the 25th, uh, renewed activity began. Radars picked up an unidentified target 120 miles west of Los Angeles. Anti-aircraft barriers were alerted at um, 2.15 a.m. and were put on the green alert, ready to fire a few minutes later. The AAF, American Air Force, kept its uh, pursuit planes on the ground, preferring to await uh, wait, indications of the scale and direction of any attack before committing its limited fighter force. Radars tracked the approaching target to within a few miles of the coast, and at two twenty one a m the regional controller ordered a blackout. Therefore, the information or thereafter the information center was flooded with reports of enemy planes, even though the mysterious object tracked in from sea seems to have vanished. At 2.43 a.m., planes were reported near Long Beach, and a few minutes later, a Coast Artillery Colonel spotted about 25 planes at 12,000 feet over Los Angeles. At 3.06 a.m., a a balloon carrying a red flare was seen over Santa Monica, and four batteries of anti-aircraft artillery opened fire, whereupon the air over Los Angeles erupted like a volcano. From this point on, reports were hopelessly at variance. Probably much of the confusion came from the fact that anti-aircraft shell bursts caught by the searchlights were themselves mistaken for enemy planes. In any case, the next three hours produced some of the most imaginative reporting of the war. Swarms of planes, or sometimes balloons of all sizes, numbering from one to several hundred, traveling at altitudes ranging from a few thousand feet to more than 20,000, and flying at speeds which were said to have uh, varied from very slow to over 200 miles an hour. They were observed to parade across the skies. These mysterious forces dropped no bombs, and despite the fact that 1,440 rounds of anti-aircraft ammunition were directed against them, suffered no losses. It's almost as if there was a, like, if it was, um, like, an alien, it had, like, a a force field, a a shield Uh, of some sort. uh, Or it was some kind of... Um, aircraft that another country or our country was working on that could imply, you know, it, um, could, you know, enact some sort of force field because that's not very far off from what our country could possibly do or other countries. But if it is an alien aircraft, that makes sense that it would have a force field around it to protect it from, yeah. like, you know, enemy is that, fire. Is that one in my anti-aircraft? What is anti aircraft does that mean like it's... well it's like anti aircraft is like i guess like preventing aircraft you know oh. um, um so Okay, so there were reports to be sure that four enemy planes had been shot down, and one was supposed to have landed in flames at a Hollywood intersection, which could you imagine? Oh 1940s God. Hollywood, and there's like a fucking plane just drops. You're driving a like, car, you know? <laughs> pat, 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 right? So long, you know, no no AC whatsoever. <laughs> well, it's yeah. February, so it wasn't it was Oh, there. okay, so it might. Be. It's nice, might in be nice in February. In Hollywood. Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, residents in a 40-mile arc along the coast watched from hills or rooftops as they play, as the play of guns and searchlights provided the first real drama of the war for citizens in the mainland. The dawn, which ended the shooting and the fantasy, also proved that the only damage which resulted to the city was such um, as had been caused by the excitement. There was at least one death from heart failure, which we heard earlier was two, by traffic accidents and the blackout streets, or by shell fragments from artillery barrage. Attempts to arrive at an explanation of the incident quickly became as involved and mysterious as the battle itself. The Navy immediately insisted that there was no evidence of the presence of enemy planes, and Secretary of the Navy Frank Knox announced at a press conference on February 25th that the raid was just a false alarm. At the same conference, he admitted that the attacks were always possible and indicated that a vital industry's located along the coast, ought to be moved inland. The Army had a hard time making up its mind on the cause of the alert. A report to Washington made by the Western Defense Command shortly after the raid had ended, indicated that the credibility of reports of an attack had begun to be shaken before the blackout was lifted. This message predicted that developments would prove that the most previous reports had been greatly exaggerated. The Fourth Air Air Force, that is, whoo, (laughs) <laughs> the 4th <First> Air Force <laughs> had indicated its belief that there were no planes over Los Angeles, but the Army did not publish these initial conclusions Instead, said it was, it waited a day until after thorough examination of witnesses had been finished on the basis of these hearings local commanders altered their verdict and indicated a belief that from one to five unidentified airplanes had been over Los Angeles Secretary Stimson announced this conclusion as the War Department version of the incident, and he advanced two theories to account for the mysterious craft. Either they were commercial planes operated by enemy from the secret fields in California or Mexico, or they were light planes launched from Japanese submarines. In either case, the enemy's purpose must have been to relocate anti-aircraft defenses in the area to deliver a blow at civilian morale. The divergence of views between the War and Navy Departments and the unsatisfying conjectures advanced by the Army to explain the affair touched off oops, sorry, touched off a vigorous um, public discussion. The Los Angeles Times, in a first-page editorial on February 26, announced that the considerable public excitement and confusion caused by the alert, as well as its spectacular official accom- uh, accompaniments, demanded a careful explanation. Fears were expressed uh, lest a few phony raids undermine the confidence of civilian volunteers and the Aircraft Warning Service. And the United States Congress representative Leland Ford wanted to know whether the incident was a practice raid or a raid to throw a scare into two million people. Um, Wendell Wilkie, speaking in Los Angeles on February 26, assured Californians that the basis on the basis. Of his experience in England, that when a real air raid began, you won't have to argue about it. You'll just know. He concealed, er, conceded that military authorities had been correct in calling a precautionary alert, but deplored the lack of agreement between the Army and Navy. A strong editorial in the Washington Post on February 27th called the handling of the Los Angeles episode a, re- a recipe for jitters and censured. The military authorities for what it called stubborn silence in the face of widespread uncertainty, the editorial suggested that the army's theory commercial planes or the Army's theory that commercial planes might have caused the alert explains which explains everything except where the planes came from, whether they were going, and why no American planes were sent in pursuit of them. The New York Times on february twenty eighth expressed a belief that more that the more the incident was studied, the more incredible it becomes. If the batteries were firing on nothing at all, as Secretary Knox implies, it is a sign of expensive incompetence and jitters. If the batteries were firing at real planes, some of them as low as 9,000 feet, as Secretary Stimson declares, why were they completely ineffective? Why did no American planes go up to engage them or even to identify them? What would have happened if this had been a real air raid? These questions were appropriate, but for the War Department to have answered them in full frankness would have involved an even more uh, complete revelation of the weakness of our air defenses. At the end of the war, the Japanese stated that, like I said, they did not send any planes over the area at this time of the alert, although submarine-launched aircraft were subsequently used over Seattle a careful study of the evidence suggests that meteorological balloons known to have been released over Los Angeles may well have caused the initial alarm. I'm sorry, but if they were... and They mentioned this on another podcast that I listened to. It might have been for Ohio or... I'm not sure. But if it was a weather balloon and they were like, boom, 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 boom shooting at it, it would have come down because it's a balloon. Yeah, Nothing happened. So if it was... It was not a fucking balloon. It was not a fucking balloon. <laughs> they try to use that shit all the fucking time. Like, oh, I saw a UFO. It was a weather balloon. I saw a UFO. It was a weather balloon. No the fuck it wasn't. Okay? No, it wasn't. Um, sorry, that just uh, when I read that earlier, I'm like, no, it's never a fucking balloon. It's never a balloon. Unless it's balloon boy, it's never a balloon. <laughs> you remember that a few years ago, Balloon Boy? uh uh-uh, Yeah, it what? was this kid, like, initially they thought it was, like, a fucking flying object or some shit. It was, like, this round, like, like saucer-looking balloon thing uh, flying to the sky. Uh, and then the fucking, the dad, just crazy-ass dumbass, said that his son was missing, and he had built this, you know, balloon thing, and that his son was in the balloon. <gasps> He wasn't, though. Whenever oh. they got the balloon down, he was his son was hiding in the house because the dad made him hide in the house. He wanted it to be this whole spectacle. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, People are bored, aren't they? Right. Oh, yeah. So, the so meteorological – oh, I understand that. Um, this, this, theory. this theory is supported by the fact that anti-aircraft artillery units were officially criticized for having wasted ammunition on targets which moved too slowly to have been airplanes. Um, and that's another thing they mentioned, was how the fuck did all, if it was one plane, how the fuck did it get from Santa Barbara or Anna, wherever, Santa to Barbara. this place, Santa Monica, Santa Monica, to this place, to this place, to this place, to this No. You ain't moving that fucking fast. Yeah. Especially and, in the 40s. It's, it's like, yeah. It's, it's like with, with Today, possibly, yeah. you could fly from Santa Monica to wherever, you know, like that, but, you no. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... After the firing started, careful observation was difficult because of drifting smoke from the shell bursts. The acting commander of the anti-aircraft artillery brigade in the area testified that he had first been convict- convinced that he had seen 15 planes in the air but had quickly decided that he was seeing smoke. Competent correspondents like Ernie Pyle and Bill Henry witnessed the shooting and wrote that they were never able to make out an airplane. It's hard to see. And in any event, what enemy purpose would have been served by an attack in which no bombs were dropped, unless perhaps, as Mr. Simpson suggested, the purpose had been uh, uh, reconnaissance? Yeah. So there are pictures, and I'll look up a picture real quick. Pictures um, of Los Angeles. Whoop, picture. So there are pictures, and you can see the lights. Shining up on this thing, this object. Okay. Come on now. Yeah. And you can. It's kind of hard to. There we go. Oh, there we go. Oh no. Um, what the fuck? You can see. It's kind of like a saucer shape. Fucking triangle. Yeah. It's like it looks like a fucking flying saucer, and you can see all the lights and everything shining up on it. And this is, like, all of like the gunfire, gunfire, gunfire and stuff. And then you can see all the smoke. That is not a weather balloon. That is clearly a flying a UFO. We'll, we'll call it a UFO. A weather balloon is go that far. No. No. I've seen on that documentary. And you can even see, like, on top how there's, like, something on top of it as well. And it's just, it's fucking crazy. I don't understand where they get off saying that this is a weather balloon. It is literally a UFO. It not almost sure. looks like like or like, the gun are. there, it looks like like beam lights or something. You know? Right, no yeah. Um, whenever they were like they said, whenever they were firing it, it was like like ricocheting off of oh, it. So nice. that's why I said there may have been like a force field of some sort. Um and of course they made movies about it and they're probably not good. I haven't watched them, but yeah, there's this is from the original newspaper oh, wow. um showing the original picture that they had taken. And exactly. then you they can call it see, right? Yeah. Um, now just made it sure you UFO, UFO, right? UFO, God, just, UFO. Oh, I saw UFO outside. Shut <laughs> up. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean it was clearly, and I'm not saying because UFO just means unidentified flying yeah. object. It doesn't necessarily mean an alien, but it is clearly a fucking UFO. I mean, unless this picture is fake. But it was 1942. They did a pretty good job, 1940s, man. 1942. Not that it was impossible to fake a picture, because we'll talk about later in another episode um, later this year, Henry Price and the spiritualism movement. You could fake fake pictures, but not like this. The pictures that were faked in the Henry Price uh, spiritualism era were faked in a room with like it's all set up a certain way. Yeah. This is in the middle of the fucking sky in 1942. You can't fake that in 1942. They don't they didn't have that kind of technology that they have today where they could just yeah, superimpose yeah, something yeah, on a picture yeah. and make it look like it's fake. Right. What kind of crap you guys had back then? But right. it is clearly a fucking UFO and not a goddamn weather balloon. It was, it was a new so, yeah, that's um <laughs> That's the Battle of Los Angeles. So, oh, pretty crazy, man. it's fucking crazy. It was kind of a shorter episode, but um, Monday's episode was a long episode. So, yeah, you get some, you take some. Um, so, yeah, uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Anch- uh, uh, Anchor, I guess. And, uh, yeah, um, that was The Creep Show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. Bye-bye.